From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Meet the Movie Press. And now, here's your host, the editor-in-chief of SchmoesNo.com, Mark Riley, and from The Wrap, Jeff Snyder. Well, hello, Schmoville. Oh, God, I love that mu- that music. It's just so good. It just makes me feel alive, and it means that we are meeting the movie press. And if you'll notice something, I am talking all by myself. I have no one sitting at this table with me. Jeff Snyder, film reporter from The Wrap, is actually on assignment at uh, the Toronto Film Festival. So uh, we wish Jeff Snyder a great, successful visit. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to flounder, obviously, without his uh, steady hand. But I am actually really excited for this show because... I'm bringing in two people that I just adore. Uh, they're they're good looking people. Uh, they are they are what I I call the 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 TV journalists. It means they have the good looks. They have the nice voices. They're not hiding behind some computer like me, eating just stuffing pizza down my throat. Uh, you know they actually have to dress up and look good. So without further ado, I mean this is a great crossover event. From Profiles, Scott Mance, Alicia Malone. Hello. Come on, can we get some canned uh, yes. anything, JT? Woo, woo. No? 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 Yeah, there, we there we go. Cheers sorry, they were, so, they were, they were asleep at the, at the switch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you so much for having us on. The yeah. Show. be better. Thrilled to be here. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Alicia Malone. That's right. Because she, she brought me into the Schmobile universe. She's your agent. Is that correct? She is. And he's my publicist. And so I'm we work publicist. well together. You work really well together. Mm-hmm. That's really great and I can understand you guys are killing it on profiles it it brings me to the point here meet the movie press Schmoville thank you very much for rating subscribing sharing it around Mm. we are climbing the charts profiles is climbing the charts climbing the charts so this is good we are sitting here in symbiotic harmony we are working with each other I love it so much and that and you guys we are we have a Facebook page meet the movie press on the Schmoes No Network go over there you can see all the updates our guests Go ahead, give it a like, give it a share, tell your mom. Do it with profiles too. Yes, Come on, absolutely. You guys just hit what a thousand? We likes? just passed a thousand. Okay, oh, so Facebook you're page. so basically, <clears throat> meet the movie press fans. They're kicking our butt. I want to see some likes on that page. Don't make me come after you. Or my dog, Kal-El. He'll come after you, actually. But you guys, what's exciting about this show is is that because Jeff's not here, I actually now have two people that can actually help me interview you guys. I mean, like, because I have to go back and forth. I'm going to talk to Scott, then I'm going to talk to Alicia. But you guys are going to be able to jump in because you're pros. Yeah, and we work really well together. I Absolutely. mean, me and Matt met a few years ago, and straight away we were like, oh my God, we're like the same person. We're I, like from the same gene pool. We like totally hit it off. We met at Comic Con yeah. in 2011, became instant friends. Yeah. And just over the years, we would just have the same sensibility about movies, and we just would always see each other at screenings and premieres and events and at Comic Con. Yeah. And, and just when she asked me to co host profiles with her, I was so excited, and it's been, it's been so great. I know. Your, your guys' show is so great so i mean fun. i listen to it on the ride i you know i go down to orange county a lot so i'm always throwing it on the uh the iphone and just kind of and i love it and i know you just did a scorsese which i can't wait so oh my so god fun. but so I, fun. I, I but here in meet the movie press as you guys know we are the reporters the journalists we do the scoops we do the stories hollywood is is now the movies are so popular but what seems to be so popular are these blogs these trades these stories that come out these exclusive scoops who's doing 
Aquaman, who, who's cast in Star Wars. It creates a conversation. And that's what we do at Meet the Movie Press. So I got to just throw it to you guys and give you like your resume because it's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> okay. I mean, we got Scott Mance, Access Hollywood, mm-hmm. The Today Show, KTLA. Yes. Yes. I mean, you're all over the place, man. You're at the Emmys. I was at the Emmys. How was that? Well, first of all, I'm at the Emmys and I'm texting Alicia Malone. Of course The entire time I'm there being like, oh my God, I can't wait to do profiles tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I mean, here's what you got to know, Mark. I am absolutely a movie guy, just like Alicia is a movie woman. And you know, we love movies. I mean, I live, breathe and eat this stuff. Yeah. I see five to seven movies a week and I still find the time on the weekends. I'm still going through the paper being like, okay, what didn't I get a chance to see? And then I go and I see those movies too. Yeah, absolutely. we live for it absolutely and i know through alicia with alicia through schmoes no she's my cohort she was my trivia challenge partner oh. for the first round which wow which that is was really tough going up against this guy facty mcfactison yeah i guess that this is a way like i said it's a wasteland for movie knowledge it's amazing mm-hmm. it just kind of sticks in it's i but for you to join the schmoes no team your resume is just damn impressive as well i mean you're amc independent now yes, right your new show that. amc movie talk tick mm-hmm. tick boom you got Malone's Movie Minute. Is that correct? That's correct. You're on Schmoes Now and you're on Profiles. I mean, you guys are and doing great. She's on Access Hollywood. And now Access Hollywood Access because, Hollywood. guys, Hollywood. so little, little, we're going to get into some, you know, I'm going to just pick their brain like crazy. But <laughs> let me just tell you a little story to start off. I'm down in Orange County having a glass of wine with my girlfriend. We're in a very nice atmosphere at, at, at Orange County. And all of a sudden, uh, my girlfriend looks up and goes, Alicia! And I look up and... All over, there's like flat screen TVs all over the place. And there's Alicia, a little close up on Alicia on Access Hollywood. And then it pulls oh, back, out. and there you are. Yeah. No way, that is so, so cool. So, okay, so meet the movie press now. For the first time, we have Access Hollywood, Alicia Malone, and Scott Mance. Yes. yes. How does that feel? I mean, it feels great. That sound that rolls off the tongue. So, I want to ask you guys first, Scott, did you bring Alicia in? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And how did you start with Access Hollywood? Because it's something I've been watching since I was little. Since I was a wee one. Well, it's sort of a loaded question, but the short story is that I moved out to LA in 1991. Okay. And I worked for an entertainment marketing company. I was actually doing finance for this company. Wow. I I didn't know what I wanted to do. Your personality does not deserve to be (laughs) away from the spotlight, my friend. That is why I left. Yes. (laughs) Good. Okay. So finance. But you see, I grew up in Philadelphia and I was not encouraged from a family of creative people. My dad was an accountant. My brother is an investment banker. My mom was a bank teller. My jam growing up was movies. Always, always movies. But I never in a million years imagined moving to California. Maybe I thought New York and that would be it. Sure. So so after I moved here, I was like, okay, I'm in LA. I'm in Hollywood. Where do I fit in this movie business? Mm -hmm. So after working for this company, which I really liked a lot, it's called Creation Entertainment. They, among other things, they do licensing and merchandising for film and TV and they also do the sci-fi conventions and I'm a big Star Trek fan so Ooh, well yeah. I'm a big Star Wars fan I know so you we're going to go get in a fight outside I love Star Wars <laughs> wait a minute oh that's wait, right wait I love Star Wars I know but you I do. just do love Star Trek just a wee we bit had, yeah, more that's okay that's yeah. okay but long story short towards the end of my run there I was like what's next mm-hmm. you know it's not it was a great job for my 20s okay but but I was like I don't want to be doing this when I'm 40 right and much less 45 which is how old I am now wow. but thanks uh, look it look yes. it I know well thank you you're just so kind it's because the headphones are hiding the gray hair. No, that's all right. I'm just going to wear these headphones forever. You have the baby face. It's really, it's really great. But but so so I was like, where do I fit? And mm-hmm. I was taking all these classes at UCLA Extension in production, in development. And I'm not a screenwriter. No desire to be a screenwriter. No desire to be an actor. No desire to be a director. I just like watching movies. And 
talking about them and writing about them. And this is the late 90s when the internet was really starting to coalesce and and solidify itself as the go-to place for information. And I started writing these reviews for a website that doesn't even exist anymore in 1999. The first movie I ever reviewed was Alicia's favorite movie, Eyes Wide Shut. Wow. It's not her favorite. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a movie that that flaws aside, uh, I had a lot to say about it. Stanley Kubrick movie. So from that point on, I was I was seeing movies just to review them and after about six months of doing that I was like okay this is it this Mm -hmm. is it this is what you love this is your jam this is it I got it I found it and I was like I didn't even know that I could write because it was because of the internet that I realized that I had a voice and I had a place to express it. Yeah, and you, you, I mean, your passion, obviously, your passion, Schmova loves you. When you first came on the Schmoes No podcast, people were like, get this guy back on. Get this guy back on yeah. Schmova! Oh, so your passion <laughs> is, I mean, you're lighting up right now just even talking yeah, about I it. Do. So I just it, do. So it led you, so what was the website that you wrote for? Uh, it was uh, called uh, the BigTimeHollywood.com. It doesn't Big time, even exist doesn't anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. It, it happens in Hollywood. It, it happens it in, on the blogosphere, the internet yeah you know come and go yeah so so from there i i quit the the job that i was working at and you know i was i was 30 and the only overhead i had was my rent okay and uh, the only mouth i had to feed was my cat yeah uh you know she died in 2003 i miss her so much let's not go there scott come on (laughs) but i started sending my reviews out to newspapers around the country and i was getting some bites here and there but not enough to make a living at it yeah but then i started sending uh uh feelers out for like uh entertainment tonight Access Hollywood, E E News, okay, C CNN, and and of course, uh, uh, you know whatever else, yeah. But uh, but through that, I became a segment producer for Access Hollywood, and at the time, you know, they were very much into film. They're not as much into film now, which is. Uh, yeah, a bone of contention. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. But, but that's that's how I got started. I that's was second producing, started. field producing. I started going out in the field doing junkets, premieres, mm. covering film festivals like Sundance and oh. and, and Toronto, and and I spearheaded okay. all their coverage for Comic Con, and and all the while on the side. I kept reviewing movies. I found a time on usually on the weekends when I had time to sit down and write. Yeah, and, and you still do, and I still do it's it. On Access Hollywood, I so that, love doing it, and that's a that's a great. I love that you started. I mean, it's like you were following the family business almost, right? And finance, uh, and how it led you to L.A. And now it's and now look at you. You're and all now, over the place. And now I'm, I'm an embarrassment to my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the embarrassment to my family. They but still are wondering what the hell I'm doing. I, I, the timing was right. If I had started, even maybe just a couple years later, I might never have ended up at X or anywhere, you know? And yeah. so the timing was good. And I still, in 2004, when, when Axis launched their website, mm-hmm. and, and well, Mance is already reviewing movies for himself. Why didn't he just put his reviews on the Axis site? There you go. So instantly I became like affiliated with, uh, uh, a somewhat uh, uh, at least an official publication so to speak that's cool and then just from there it just sort of ballooned and 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 even though my job at access is specifically as a as a producer mm-hmm. from there I, I was the, the reviews I was writing if they were positive they got picked up by the newspapers and the the departed DVD and stuff like yeah, that yeah it's quoted on a lot of posters yeah it? I see that I see I see you on TV I see that your quotes on TV for some of these movies and it, it it's so amazing and now and of course your cohort here which I had to talk to Alicia because 
I mean, I instantly met Alicia, or instantly liked Alicia when I met you. Uh. Um, so, Alicia, you started at Fandango? Well, no. that was... I mean, I know you came from Australia. One of my first um, American outlets. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, I moved to LA three years ago, but I had been working in TV in Australia for 10 years previously. Wow. So, straight out of school, I decided I didn't want to go to university or college. Okay. I just wanted to get straight to work. And yes. I knew I would be better learning on the job. So, I got a job as a production assistant mm-hmm. on a breakfast show on Channel 7 called Sunrise. Okay. And then and this I is in Australia. This in Australia, okay. in Sydney. And I stayed there for six or so years. Wow. At moving up the ranks from mm-hmm. production assistant to teleprompter, teleprompter girl. girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. teleprompter girl. Yeah, to... Did uh, you ever do, like, the reality bites, like Winona Ryder? Did you, like, write something, like, uh, really to. racy on there and your boss just or read like it out Anchorman? loud? Anchorman? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do that, okay. but I never did. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the presenters too much. Okay, good, good, good. And then I worked through a d- few different... Um, behind the scenes roles in the control room until I realized it was not really what I wanted to do. Then I got hired as a producer and editor at a movie cable network. Okay. And from there I started pitching shows to them that I knew wouldn't cost any money. They could do it at the back of another shoot. I could produce it. I could edit it. Just happened to be hosted by me. There you go. I mean, when was that first step? Like, So so did your boss just... So did your boss go look at you and go, Get in front of the camera. No, that's where was, you belong. It was the opposite. It was really you don't you belong fu- in front of the camera. You wow. are behind the scenes, girl. No one could imagine me as that because I'm naturally quite shy and introverted, and so no one knew that I could do it. I know you guys find it hard. I, to I'm shaking away. my head. I refuse to believe that you're and I'm also shy thinking in any way. These short-sighted son of a bitches. <laughs> okay, so it took a lot of hustling, and let me tell you, for anyone out there, don't get put off by rejection because I got a ton of it. But I was determined. I was like, okay. Tell me what I need to fix. Yeah. All right. You don't like my voice. I'll go do voice training. You know, nice. I, was, I just kept going, kept working at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a breakfast show that called me up because they wanted to audition the host that I was producing okay. for the breakfast show. And I said, well, I'd like to come in for an audition as well. They're like, you? Uh-huh. Um, okay. But because I had worked for years behind the scenes on a breakfast show, I knew exactly what they needed for that oh, person. It was a DVD reviewer. I knew exactly what they needed. I called them up afterwards. I heard Someone else got the job. I said, I just want some feedback. Let me know what I can work on. They said, oh, we haven't even watched your audition. Let's go watch it. Five (laughs) minutes later, call me. You got the job. Oh, nice. So I did all that. I built up my career in Australia to the point where I was at the front of the red carpet. Everyone Mm -hmm. knew me as the movie girl. I was on lots of different radio stations and TV networks. And then I quit everything to move over here. And what was that decision like? Why did you say, you know what? You just worked your butt off to get to the top of the, the heap in Australia but did you you wanted to be in Hollywood? Yeah. You wanted to where be where the action is. It was always the dream, okay. Hollywood, and it was something that I never thought that I could do as a really shy fifteen year old. I thought there is no way I'd get the confidence to ever move here and be amongst all the filmmakers that I grew up watching and admiring and get to interview them. I know. And they just had this really strong voice inside that said, "Do it. It'll be fine." I had I didn't know anyone here. I had no contacts. 
And I moved over and eventually I got to work for Australia and that's how I got my in at Junkets and Premieres and I met people like Fandango and AMC and Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm. And then from there, word of mouth and recommendations from people, that's how I got more and more jobs. Three years. I mean, that just keeps sticking with me. Three years you've been here Mm -hmm. and you're kicking butt. She's kicking butt. It takes time though. It's like... Well, yeah, you did did the ground... You did the groundwork in Australia. I mean, obviously you have an impressive resume. You know, these people are looking at saying, well, you can handle it. So let's put you over here. And even Scott Mance, this this guy that you met at Comic-Con, goes, I'm going to put you on Access Hollywood. So guys, tell me about that because this this is interesting. Access Hollywood I grew up with. They, they're, I mean, they're the, the, the premier, one of the premier movie news interviews, junkets, all the things, you well, know. Well, here, here's the thing, Mark. Access Hollywood uh, has changed a lot over the years. When I sure. first started working there, 70% of their coverage was film. Yeah. And now it's not like that. Now, a lot of television. It's a lot, it's a lot of gossip. It's a lot of gossip. And that's not my bag at all. Yeah. But I still get to just cover film. I mean, I've never been assigned uh, anything that has anything to do with any gossip stuff. And I'm mm. grateful for that. And because of my connection and affiliation, I've been able to branch off and do other things. Yeah. Like come in here and do schmoes, which I'm like loving the hell out of. Yeah. Doing the Today Show, which is obviously a very, very big yeah. deal. But yeah, awesome. it is. Very, yeah. very big it's deal. It's the Today Show. It's not the, Good Morning America, yes, JT. It's the Today Show. And it's very, very surreal when that happens because I fly in on a Friday, do it Saturday morning, and fly back to LA on Saturday. Wow. So, but uh, but over the years, once I started to to gain clout and credibility and build a reputation as a reviewer mm-hmm. and as someone who was just very passionate about film, yeah. and, and I get called a lot of times to just come and see early cuts of films so the filmmakers and the studios get an honest reaction. Yeah. But the, the, uh, the, the big thing is that at Access, I, I, I have to be very picky and, and careful about what movies I'm going to fight for. And I also have to be careful about about who I'm going to champion. And I've, all the stuff I've done for Access, I've been, I've been by myself mm-hmm. or I've been interacting with our hosts like Billy Bush and, and yeah. Sean Robinson. Uh, Tony Potts, who used to work there for a long time. But when it got to a point where I was able to bring in someone from the outside, there was one person <laughs> and only one person that I knew that I wanted to be my my sparring partner, my yeah. co-pilot. And, and when do I start? Is that? <laughs> the, oh, you're talking about Alicia. Wait. Yes. Oh I my mean, God. What happened was, so was nice. it was in December, and uh, one one of the uh, other producers there said, uh, "Hey, you know, we want you to do a a, a year end." You know, okay. best movies of the year kind of thing. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, is there any, we want you to have someone you're doing it with. Yeah. And I said, I know exactly, exactly who that person is going to be. And That's I called awesome. Alicia up and I just said, hey, I've got great news. And this was right before she had to take a trip to Australia. Australia. Oh, yeah. And and it was like, oh, you know, and because like our stage time at Access, every minute is spoken for. And it's like yeah. a domino effect. Yeah. One thing goes wrong, it just screws up the whole day. Yeah. So, I changed my flight, but I was still flying in the morning of. She got so off the plane. My flight landed at 6 a.m. and I knew I had to be at Access Hollywood in Burbank at 9. Yeah, and that's, and that's not flying from like San Francisco to no, LA yeah. here. She, she's underselling <laughs> it. She left Australia. The last she, she was on, on camera doing something for Australian TV. Yeah, I TV. was on a breakfast show called Studio 10 where okay. they were talking about my career and the hugs and the people that I've met. So I had the makeup done from that 
So I didn't, I didn't so take just, it off. Were you like on the plane going, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want the I warm was. blanket. I was very still. Yeah. I didn't sleep at all. I got off the plane. I rushed over and luckily. She was Access Hollywood. Did it. Oh yeah. It's always in. been my dream. So. She yeah. came in, did a, did a costume change, went on, knocked it out of the friggin' park. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm and, sure she did it. We know. I mean, Schmovo, you know, Alicia, you know, Scott Mance. <laughs> These guys are professionals. What, so when, when, was this what I just saw when I was no. sipping wine? This so, was a while ago? Yeah. So that was in December, and that was, then okay, year since end. then, Got it. there's been several times. Like Scott's great; he always sends me the link with our piece, and it'll be like Malone and Mance take one, Malone and Mance take two. Now it's like Malone and Mance take. I, I don't forget. know what we're up to. I forgot. I lost I've been Asked back on the show several times, and for me, it really is part of my whole dream. I always wanted to be on a big entertainment show, but just talking about movies. And I love this, and I want to I want to then move it to my next point because you guys are huge movie fans, yeah. and which I love because that's me. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, obviously the trivia thing, and, uh-huh. and I always go to every movie I can see. If I'm not seeing a movie in the theater, I'm watching it streaming or That's a DVD. What like too. 24 hours a day? I, yeah. I don't really, I don't get time to watch. TV no, sometimes, me and people are always like Game of Thrones, Riley, and I'm like, look, I'm going to watch Avengers and fall asleep. I yes. just that's just who I am. That's me. So, but a big part of this business is the junket and the celebrity interview, right? And you guys do that, yeah. Yes. And that's something that, again, you know, me stuffing you know a hoagie in my face, you know, <laughs> uh, writing a, a story for Schmozno.com or talking to you know Jeff at the Wrap or talking to some you know we've had Variety, we've had Badass Digest. Now we have the pretty people um, <laughs> sitting in front of celebrities. And how did, tell me, like, Scott, let's start with you. How did you start? Who's your first interview? Let's start there. Uh, my first interview was Matthew McConaughey. Nice. Yeah, back in 2001 for a movie called uh, Frailty. Yeah, I remember Frailty. Yeah. That was the first junket I did. You know, back then, uh, he was not doing so many great movies. No, was that his, the, his romantic comedy like run when he was just, just every every romantic comedy scene he had, Kate Hudson or him? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that came later, actually, because <clears throat> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which is not right. a bad movie because of the chemistry between them. That was, sure. two, that was February of 2003. Okay. And uh, <laughs> He is Rain Man with dates, so yeah. that's why I always Okay, I just threw some uh, toothpicks on the ground there. How many? Uh, yeah. 64, 64, 64. So there you go. There you go. Okay, I like it. But uh, but that was the first, and I went through a string for a period of time where I did a lot of junkets because you know, a segment producer as a segment producer, I coordinate the coverage and you know set up the 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 the, the premieres and the the film, you know, coordinate everything, and then uh, I would go out and just shoot everything myself and then come back and cut it myself. But as Great. my job as a segment producer got bigger and, and I started spending more time reviewing, mm-hmm. I became a lot pickier about the types of junkets I would do. Mm-hmm. I would sort of just do the ones I sort of wanted to do. Sure. But Alicia Malone here does everything. I do everything. So I still work for Australia. Yeah. And I also work for New Zealand plus all the places in America. So I'm at pretty much every junket. I know. And I know. I see. <laughs> and I, I mean, you're getting hugs from Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. You are. I mean, you're bringing up, hey, the dude. And then you're talking to, you know, and okay, you know, we. I was going to talk about this later, but I want to rope it around to schmozno.com because we had a good day one one weekend and and i owed a lot to alicia malone here so alicia goes in uh guys if you're aware of this we were kind of the first site to break uh something uh, at least a comment from one of the main cast members of Mm ant-man and that was michael douglas and i'm not going to take credit for this i will only take credit because alicia malone sat down and talked to michael douglas got a quote sent it to me i put it on the internet 
and uh, as an hour within an hour it exploded we got the biggest hit of the day uh probably of the year it went everywhere it went everywhere the The guardian Guardian? picked it up Mm -hmm. the playlist la times all the major uh blogs um uh if jeff snyder was here i I would ask why he didn't cover it but i don't think they did but (laughs) but so how did that so that was through the australian tv yes okay so, so when i do Uh, junkets for Australia I'm on the international day so there's always two days sometimes three days at a junket one domestic or the US press okay that's that's you international which is the world and it's really fascinating because you get people from all over the world some don't speak very good English and I always wonder what goes on in that room yeah usually God, I wish I was a fly on the wall there. it's so yeah, interesting yeah. you're great if fatal attraction sometimes the stars I walk in and I was like what was that about them? I have no idea that was crazy yeah so uh, it's pretty rare that the international day will be before the domestic day usually they do the US press first okay this one was so I don't usually cover news because uh, when I'm on the international day all the US press have asked them every single question by sure. then. Australia doesn't care about those news because we don't we can't turn it around fast enough. Right. But this one for Michael Douglas's film and so it goes, it right. was International Day. It was early. I was the first person off the block of the day and I had 10 minutes with Michael Douglas. Wow. So I had a double slot cuz I was covering for so many different people. Yeah. So I knew I would have time at the end. I'd get all the questions out for Australia and all my other outlets and then the one question at the end and I knew no one would have asked him about it and he gave a great grab and then I just was like, "Riley, here you go." And that and that's exactly what I wanted to get into. That's what's interesting to me is that you know, you can flip flop it. If if it would flip flop that day, domestic would have been all over that. Yes, yeah, so I mean they would have asked. Would that would probably have been the first question. Exactly. You know, and he's here to talk about his movie. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so, right. and and again, I think it's a sign of your character and your smarts. And I'm sure you do this too, Scott. I mean, and, and it's probably you know these actors are answering the same questions over and over and over, over and over and over again. And so what I noticed from the video that you sent me was that, you know, Michael Douglas kind of lit up a bit mm. because maybe you were the first to ask him. Maybe he'd been bottling it in because he did ha- actually have something to say about Edgar Wright, yeah. how sad he was. Yeah, and, and how uh, he thought Edgar would have his revenge. How he would, That was the big one for me. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, of course, we posted it. So, so that's a – Shmova, that's a very – interesting way of like getting and it shows just how important timing is for yeah. for a website like ours like schmoes no which is a, a blog not like the rap rap and variety and hollywood Reporter probably sure. have their own guys mm-hmm. you know so they probably could have gotten that but that was directly thanks to you so way to go melissa malone hey. i know on here i'm i'm thanking alicia malone because that was for so the record, great for the record for the record it's that for the record nice. so uh, in that in these celebrity interviews so do you guys you walk into these things and you see the the fatigue in oh, their eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because sometimes I'll be on the international day and I'll be last. Um, they schedule you wherever they feel. Right. And so they would have done over 100 interviews by that stage. Yeah. And they had done. And I imagine, Mance, when you walk into the room, people are like, wow, the energy, because you feel that when Mance walks into yeah, the Man- room. Yeah, Mance walks in and he's like, hey, Gremlins 2! Yes, Gremlins 2! <laughs> I love Gremlins 2! That's how he got that, that little story, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the Schmoes No movie show when when Mance came on, 
I was tired that day. I was just like, whatever. And you came in it's and like, you were like. It's like an espresso shot when you It was. Him. It was a shot of adrenaline thanks to Gremlins 2. You're like, I got to show you this. Wait, wait, wait. So a couple great. weeks ago, she came by Access to do a to do a segment with me. And she was drinking a Red Bull. Oh, I and I was Red like, Bull. oh, I never really had one of those. And she goes, no, you, you, you don't need a Red Bull. <laughs> Stay away yeah. from the Red Stay Bull. Away from the, step away from the Red Bull. I yeah. never <laughs> have Red Bull. You don't need Red Bull at all. Yeah. Well, when it comes to these junkets and the premieres, yeah, there, there are questions that we have to ask. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. And they get tired of of, ask, of being asked the same questions all day. Fortunately for for access, I know, I know it's it's uh, it's it's a uh, it makes it tougher for you because you know you're going in like maybe on the second day and it's at yeah. the end of the day. But, but at least I only ever have to cover movie because I work for all movie shows. Right. Yeah. So we have to be careful because. Uh, unfortunately, a show like Access Hollywood, we do get into the personal stuff. Yeah, that's not my bag. You want uh, that kind of scoop? Well, I, they want that kind of. They scoop. want that kind of scoop. Some, so sometimes, I'm in a position where I, I have to ask a question I really don't like to ask. Right. And most of the time, I won't do it because it's just not appropriate. Like Good. It's on a red carpet, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to ask a question like that. But I do like to come up with different things, like what Alicia does with her hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Are great. I mean, everyone loves that. It, and that's what's so. That's I, I mean, thing. that's why you guys are so enjoyable. I've seen your work. I see what you do, and and it's fun when you can kind of inject some kind of humor, something different, because oh, yeah. you know exactly. when it's the same thing over and exactly. over again. And it's really tricky. I, I think there's a real art to the junket because you get four minutes. I know Access will get more, but. For Australia, I will get four minutes with the star and I know that I'm covering for, usually it's for three different places with the one interview, one commercial TV station, one uh, cable TV station and then one cinema chain. Yeah, so, so you have to be on your game, I have to period. make sure I get enough material for them all while keeping it fun and interesting and I really think about the questions yeah. and I really she research it. She great questions. And yeah. then I try to use the last minute or the last little question to do something fun, something silly and the hugs came out because I, I do get shy so that was really just a personal challenge for me. Can I ask someone for a hug and will they say yes? Luckily they always I do. I still they refuse do. to believe that she's shy. She is so I know, I don't shy. buy it either i i don't I, buy it either i had to i say i put on the alicia malone suit yeah to be absolutely the person all right a couple questions for you guys so alicia have you ever been denied a hug once but uh robert he, no robert downey jr actually gave me a hug and he's a germaphobe so that is unheard of but i was like hey wow. i'm gonna he, just he, like iron man huh? he said he loved uh the interview that i came up with a question that no one had asked and this was the last day on like day three wow so he's like all right i'll give you a hug uh jared leto was one who said no but he said uh can we do something else? And I said, how about we awkwardly stare at each other? So we did that for a minute and I didn't break. And then in the end he was like, yeah, you're awkward. And then he thought, he thought the cameras had stopped rolling, but the one behind him was still rolling. And he said, come here, I'll give you a hug. Oh, so then he you got him. You broke him down. Broke him. My favorite thing is to ask people you don't think could be huggable. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford. Yeah. Has and he, see if they do it. Yeah. He didn't really encircle his arms around me per se, but he let me hug him. Okay. And that I felt was a win. I wouldn't have let go, I think. <laughs> now, Mance, I got to ask you this. You review movies. Have yeah. you ever been in the room with them? I mean, because you, you're well known. 
in Hollywood. Yeah. These people oh, yeah. know you, right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. Julia Roberts scream your name at the Emmys? Yes. Okay, that was so freaking surreal. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, so because I'm a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association, right. which is something that Alicia is is in a process of oh, yeah. working on. Give me a little uh, background of that. I think okay. that's interesting because I've heard of it, but I don't think Schmoville has really knows a lot about it. So okay, well, every January, they have this award show called the Critics' Choice Movie Awards. Okay. They're held yes. usually the day of the uh, Oscar uh, announcement. Uh, Oscar announcement. Announcements yeah. or the weekend of the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes are on Sunday, so the right. Critics' Choice Movie Awards will be on Thursday or Friday because all the stars are in town for the Globes, so they sort of like jump on that bandwagon. Sure. But where the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press, the Golden Globes, have about 85 members or 90 members, part, a lot of them part time journalists, mm-hmm. Critics' Choice, they have about 250 journalists who are like me and Alicia. Okay. And we review movies on camera, we cover junkets, we cover premieres, yep. and broadcast film critics. Yeah. So this is an award show that. I, unlike the other award show where I'm working, yeah. I actually just get to go because nice. I'm a member. Get sorry, to dress up. I get take to dress your up. Wife, yeah, I just yeah. get to go and just and you know have fun and you know my, my wife gets to just schmooze with everybody. Yeah. That's great. But uh, so at the Critics Choice Movie Awards this past January, we sat at the table. Mm-hmm. Where they were, where August Osage County was. Okay, I so was wondering. Yeah, we 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 go to the table, and all the all the name tags are on the table. And I walk over, and uh, Andrea, my wife, looks over, and she goes, "Oh my god, oh my god!" It says my name, it says her name, and this is Julia Roberts. There you <laughs> and go. And we're like, "Wait awesome. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." So then you know, she comes over, she sits down with her publicist, and. Like during all the commercial breaks, I'm sitting there talking to Julia Roberts. You're breaking and, bread. And her her publicist emailed my boss at, at Access, my executive producer Rob, said, "Oh, Mance, everyone just calls me Mance. Yeah, uh, it was so nice, and 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 uh, Julia couldn't believe all how how smart he was with movies and everything like that. So there I am, I'm at the Emmys, you know, just wrangling town for Sean Robinson. Yeah. And Julia Roberts, uh, she did one interview at the top of the red carpet with for the live pre show, and then she just. Went right in. Right. So as she's walking by, I'm standing there. I think I was in the middle of sending you a text. <laughs> Probably. And uh, <laughs> and then I hear Mance, Mance. I look up and it's Julia waving. At oh me. my god. And I Psycho. went, Did you guys get that? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that? See Schmilville, if you work hard, if you study, if you eat right, this could happen. Julia Roberts could wave at you and know your name. Is but, that correct? But yes, in the right situation. But the the most gratifying thing. At the Emmys, uh-huh. although although Julia's recognition definitely was up there, yeah. but but was a publicist who was handling somebody else mm-hmm. uh, uh, came up to me and she said, "Thank you for thank you so much for all the love you've given Boyhood." Oh, mm. because nice. I reviewed it, I wrote it up, I wrote a review, I reviewed yeah. it on camera like three times, yeah, and I did one of my little little taxi cab reviews on it, mm-hmm. and you know that's big because a lot of people in New York take taxis, yeah, and uh, that's where they see me in. You know, I can't tell you. Right. I, I was in uh, Toronto last year mm-hmm. and uh, I was walking down the street just running to a premiere. I think I was running to the Gravity premiere. Yeah. Okay. And I, somebody goes, Movie Mance, Movie Mance. I turn around. I'm like, Oh, hey. I'm thinking, Do I know you? And she goes, I see you in the taxis all the time. That's great. I mean, that's actually how I got the Today Show thing. It's oh, that's cool. The producer saw me doing the taxis and she saw me on Access Hollywood Live. But to get that kind of like gratification from somebody about a movie that I was really trying to champion. Yeah. That was a big deal. And I love that you're, cha- and I love that, that you're championing it because, you know, and, and to go back to something you said, you, you actually kind of 
pick and choose what you want to cause get yeah, behind. Can't, mm-hmm. can't. I mean, I really that would have. What is it with me and cuffs? <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, uh, <laughs> we have somebody to clean this up here yeah, at uh, Afterbus Studios. That's an in joke, yeah. right? Um, I didn't get with. I didn't get it, so I just right, rolled with you, it. I'll right. tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but you know, when I get to listen, I, I cover Comic Con every year. That's yeah. definitely my jam. Mm-hmm. I try to make it to Sundance and, and TIFF every year, Toronto. Yeah. Um, and uh, but. Because I'm sort of like the nerd of access, not yeah. just movie nerd, but I mean, everyone knows I love the, the comic book movies and the sci-fi movies. I'm yeah. wearing a Spider-Man shirt as we speak. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, so so when I interviewed Andrew Garfield for Amazing Spider-Man in 2002, mm-hmm. I started off the interview by showing him the first Spider-Man comic book I ever bought. Oh, Which see. was... Amazing Spider-Man number 90 from 1971 where Captain Stacy dies oh, just like he does in that movie. That's right. So 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 when I interviewed them again this past uh, May uh-huh. for, for Amazing Spider-Man two. 2, they were like, hey, you, know, you come up, hey, man, hey, you know, that's pretty cool. You're, yeah, you're, you're cool. making a lot of connect not connections i would say friends hmm. you're making friends uh, I, I love that that's a part i of, can tell he's really genuine yes and that's that's what i like about you guys so much because you're you're both so genuine how can you not like you guys you're coming in with this infectious energy and yeah. obviously julia roberts is yelling across the way yes, you're getting yes. you know leash, alicia's leash. getting hugs you know <laughs> so it two things that i i I notice or or and I see that Alicia is kind of creeping up on you, man. It's like getting on access She's and whatnot. Pass me, but yeah. there there's like meet the movie press. What I love about this is we it's an all encompassing. It could be you know print. It could be for the trades, a blog, a popular blog. You know, Alicia, you are doing AMC Movie Talk, mm-hmm. okay, and you've done Fandango, and those are you know genuinely. Uh, online stuff so internet stuff yeah so Mance is getting recognized because he's in taxi cabs all over the world and whatnot you know what do you guys think the difference is between the online and the and what you know the I would say the everyday I, I think that's a a loose term but you know my mother recognizes you Mance I mean because she watches <laughs> Access Hollywood that's cool. you know she, that's her thing but then there are the you know I'm, I geeks a nice way to put it mm-hmm. are the geeks they're online they're watching the schmoes yep. no reviews yep. yeah. they're watching amc movie talk they're what you know they're behind their computer actually catching because there's so there's it's a huge world so what yeah what's this well, difference here why do why do you think that that amc is so popular and schmoes no is getting popular and and all these things and mance you're running around doing access hollywood yeah. like what's What's the difference there, in your I opinion, think guys? Because online with Schmoes and AMC, you can interact with the audience. Yeah. So I think that is huge. People feel like they know you, they can talk to you. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get the best comments, but that's okay. Shake them off. Shake yeah, them off. Shake we it move off. On. It's okay. And online <laughs> I'm not is ugly. a place. Yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah. a feminist slut. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who said that? <laughs> unidentified user number yeah, 52. Yeah, yeah. We know them well, <laughs> trolls. But uh, on the, you're, you're right that online is where you can geek out and this is where you can take risks with doing different shows like Profiles where we can literally geek out about a filmmaker or an actor and then people who are like-minded can find it and have a place and a community yeah. to talk with. Same with Schmoes No. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I've got to say the, the Schmoville, the community is just so nice and really supportive Uh, that's the best reaction I've ever gotten from the internet I feel like it's because they've 
foster such a great relationship with them and they feel like they're part of the show. Yeah, it's, e- it's easy to like them. Yeah. On, That's on what that I feel. Notes, mm-hmm. I can tell you just because of the experience I've been doing profiles for the last month. Yeah. Is, you know, I've been with Access for October 9th, John okay. Lennon's birthday. Nice. Uh, will be 14 years. Wow. Okay. So that's a long time. My yeah. hair was your color yeah. when I first started working there. <laughs> um, yes, I'm totally dating myself, but that's fine. Oh, that's fine, man. <laughs> but, you know, over the years, when I started re- posting my reviews and on, online, yeah. and, and when I would start, when I do Access Hollywood on the weekends, I get like three minutes yeah. uh, with Sean Robinson. And when I would do the live show on Friday mornings, uh, I would uh, just get a minute, really. I mean, they wheel me out. I have one minute to talk about however, whatever I wanted to talk about, and then yeah. they wheel me back. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 broadcast, mm-hmm. and then they put it online. But I never get any reaction at all. Very very few comments. The thing and I always thought it. The thing that I took the most pride in, the thing that I felt really felt proud of, mm-hmm. were the written reviews because I yeah. put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it just time. I just put a lot of time and I like to write and you know, finding the time every week to do it is not easy. No, no one ever no one ever comes up to me and says, Hey Mance, I read your review for uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. No, they, they, this this guy at the gym I work out at, he was always naked in the men's locker room. Oh, boy. Uh, he's, I, I call him old naked guy because yeah. I don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah. He's like really old and okay. really naked. And, he's, <laughs> and he comes up to me when I'm like, getting dressed and putting my workout clothes on, talking to me about Edge of Tomorrow okay. because he saw me on camera. Because he saw you on camera. But but since I, I did Schmoes for the first time with Alicia, thanks to Alicia, yeah. um, which was two days after I did AMC Movie News the first time. Wow. And they were they were kind of different experiences because of the comments that I got. You know, people in Schmoesville are, are the best. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, they, they engage with you. They mm. And they, they are... Like-minded people, I would yep. say they—they're just like us. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, but since we've been doing profiles, the the online support that I feel like I've been getting just in this last few weeks mm-hmm. has been overwhelmingly amazing, yeah. and it's been so—it's just—it's just made me feel fantastic. Yeah, and I because I always want to go back around to like you know the online blogs and like you know I started reading Ain't It Cool News, mm-hmm. which was something oh, yeah, I Harry loved. Knowles. And do you guys ever—I mean, aside from maybe Schmoesno.com which I'm sure you visit regularly every day, every day. day. Um, Do you ever kind of, you know, dip your toe in that? Not, not meaning like reviewing, but just kind of checking what the geek chatter is. All the time. I have Flipboard on my phone. So that aggregates a lot of new sites. So Mm -hmm. I go through that. I love IndieWire. Yeah. IndieWire I like. And first showing. Yep. First showing's great. You know, I'm a Joe Blow guy. Uh, I start, but I started with Ain't It Cool. And what, to bring that around to Schmoville again, it's like, Ain't It Cool what I always noticed was that they were very angry in the yeah. comment sections. And then they would take shots at you that were hard. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. really going for the jugular there. And I always felt that maybe that was the downfall of that site because I think what you're talking about with Schmoville and the you, love. Scott, being embraced by Schmoville, it's like it becomes a community. So you yeah. like doing this. And, and they'll go to bat for you. Absolutely. If someone steps If in one person steps up and says, you know what, this guy's a whatever, and it'll be like... Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking to this person here. And so I, I find that interesting that, that 
there is this online community, whether it be AMC Movie Talk or mm-hmm. AMC Independent, your yeah. new show, or even now Profiles with You, man. So, you know, you're getting, you guys are such great interaction. I mean, I've, uh, of course, I've liked your page. I'm sending <laughs> in comments. You know, Good. I'm taking pictures or taking pictures, well, looking on your us. pictures. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I did take your picture today. Thank you. Um, but, that, but that's interesting. And, and since we're there talking about the community, the community actually, Schmelville sent me some questions oh, that I thought on. was interesting um, because I haven't really heard, uh, you know, uh, something that Rasika, we all know Rasika, yeah, right? Yeah, I love Rasika. Yeah. He said, nice. he said, I know, I think Scott, you already really answered this, but he said, I know Riley was once involved with films. He's written some screenplays before. Uh, it'd be interesting to hear if Alicia or Scott have ever been involved with a film or plan on doing so sometime in the future. No. You're no. already shaking your heads. I don't even have to finish that question. I know. I very quickly realized how long it takes to shoot a film, and I do not have the patience for that. That's oh, I, I don't like either. Yeah. Oh, God. I love writing. I, I, I am a screenwriter. It is fun to be just in my own little world. I tend to do that. I put a little cocoon. You're talking about your little... You know what? What'd you say? Your put Alicia, on my Alicia Malone suit. Yeah, your Alicia Malone suit. I I tend to turn off the lights, put on the music, uh, have a glass of wine, and just kind of disappear into my story. I yeah. love that. Um, but and Scott, you mentioned too. You know, you're not no desire. No I desire. Thought I did. I yeah. thought I did because I mean, when once I came out here and I realized that I was like, whoa, I'm in like movie. I'm in magic land here. Yeah. And I was like, where do I fit? Where do I fit? But I t- did a lot of figuring out what I wanted to do by dabbling in things that I I didn't want to do yeah yeah that's how i figured it out i tried things that i didn't want to that i realized i didn't want to do i don't want to make movies i just like watching them i like talking about them i like writing about them i like going on camera and you know not this is not a shameless plug for profiles (laughs) but i love doing profiles with alicia it's so i love listening to it plug away i love it it's part of the same network we are we are dipping our toes in each other's shows right now (laughs) but like i i would like uh i would text alicia and i'd be like hey what if we do this hey what if we do that and then i was finally like is it is it okay that i text you and, and no yeah. i love the excitement uh, the, the first day we were set to shoot profiles of one of my favorite things was scott calls me in the morning and he's like are you pumped are you ready are you ready to go i'm like yes yes i'm pumped hang up the phone two minutes later are you still pumped <laughs> it made me laugh so much i was like yes i am i'm definitely pumped no i love it so it's you so guys fun. this is your calling definitely it feels like oh, it oh yeah it so I, like I, it. I love that because it shows and it, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen and I'm sure these celebrities and these actors and these directors have seen like the usual kind of person walk in and go yeah. so what was it like shooting with no Matthew way. McConaughey tell me about your character tell me about your character no. and you know no it's way. you're you're again I, I keep going to your energy yeah. And that's what's something that's my interesting. My aim is to always get at least one, oh, good question. Yeah. Every interview. I like that. My aim is to just pull a, a total rabbit out of my hat mm-hmm. if I can, if it's if it's appropriate. Okay. And like your Star Trek interviews. My st- Okay. You want to hear a great story? JJ's yes. Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I'm a huge Trekker. Yep. Uh, I love the 2009 movie. Sorry, isn't it Trekkie? No, no Trekkies. it's Trekker. No, 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 no. I do like not, this. I like do this. Do not, <laughs> Mark Riley, do not call us Trekkies. Okay. We do not like to be called Trekkies. I did not know that. Was that we a bad thing? We are Trekkers, Trekkers, my man. Okay, okay. I but, like this. I don't know. Okay, so I interviewed Zach and Chris, Zachary Quinto and Chris Pine back in 2009. And 
throughout the course of the interview, you can see them go from being like totally freaked out by me because like they could tell that I was a big trekker and everything like that. <laughs> okay, but they're like, oh, we got to play ball here. here but they, like, like Chris Pine actually said, security. <laughs> <laughs> but over the course of the interview, you could tell how they warmed up to me because not only was I giving my my uh, thumbs up on the movie because I loved it as a trekker, mm-hmm. but because I was I was a, I was a film critic. Yeah. So I was like saying I. T- specifically said it's not just a great star trek movie it's a great movie period yeah all right so four years later uh the junket for star trek into darkness okay which wasn't as good okay but i still enjoyed it was in london I did too so i'm like geez how do i how do i top that interview yeah that interview was great yeah so it's i'm just like it's the morning i'm getting ready to leave and it's like i'm like oh well and just as i was waiting to walk out the door i was like wait my bar mitzvah i had on November twenty first, nineteen eighty one, my thirteenth <laughs> yeah. birthday. Okay, it was okay, a Star remember. Trek bar mitzvah. Oh my god! So I was like, "Wait a minute, do I have any pictures?" And I just I assumed that I left my photo album back in Philadelphia with my parents, but no, I brought it out here with me. So I I grabbed it, threw it into my carry on. Okay, because I didn't want to put it in my check in luggage. If God forbid it got lost. No, yeah, that's a keepsake. So right there. I'm like, this is this this will be. Like uh, 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 six of one half dozen of the other. They'll either love it or they won't. Yeah. So on the morning, it was uh, May 4th, mm-hmm. uh, 2013. Okay. Uh, it was the day after Alicia Malone and I did our jump at Abbey Road. Okay. Yeah, which was right. very, very cool. You guys, uh, man. Am I good with dates? I'm good with dates. Incredible with dates. De- okay, de- so definitely good with dates. Definitely de- good with yeah, dates. Yeah. My next little yeah. driver. Time. Yeah. Next, next, driver. Next, next, of course, next hour is a whopping. Next little driver. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so it was, it was the morning of May 4th, and they come into the room where we're set up and and they're, they're it's we're the first we're the first interview okay and, and zachary quinza says are you our first interview and i said i think so and he goes oh great and i went <laughs> oh thank god so chris pine walks in he's eating a bowl of cheerios okay you know so the, we're, we're the first interview so they sit down the camera's going speed okay so i said guys all right now we've established the fact that i'm a huge star trek fan yeah but just to prove how much of a trek fan i am i brought proof and I held up the book, and Zachary Quinto goes, are those photos? I said, this is my Star Trek bar mitzvah photo album. <laughs> oh Chris Pine God. goes, oh, my God, i got to see this. Oh, look at little Scott Allen, man. <laughs> so it was a 10-minute interview, five of those minutes, where them just looking through the photo album, being like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Wait, who's that? Who's that? Who's that girl? Who's that guy? Who's that? And like, I'm like, guys, I actually do have to ask you. <laughs> At least one question about the movie. About the movie. Oh, it was so. But it that's the kind of really thing well. that that I just was like. That was just like one of my favorite interviews. Well, it, you guys, it's really hard. What you guys do is hard because I was actually hired last year to go to CinemaCon in Vegas, okay. and I was under the assumption I would just be doing some interviews with some regular folk about their movie going experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my uh, cinematographer, cameraman. You know, I had a big a big event that I had to do. Then all of a sudden, they threw me in. To interview celebrities, and I got <laughs> to interview uh, Justin, uh, t- Justin, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Yeah, awesome guy. Nice guy. I uh, I think swallowed my tongue, um, <laughs> my foot uh, was definitely like. Uh, uh, so, do you want to be in a Star Wars movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's not easy. Okay, and then and then not only that, but the personalities that were walking through that that hall that I was maybe going to interview I don't know it was like the publicist I learned you actually have to like kind of fight your way with some of these publicists some to get an yeah, interview yeah, some of those places because I, I had to do that as well I wanted to grab Morgan Freeman I wanted to grab Harrison Ford yeah. and I didn't get either of them um, uh, Morgan Freeman shook my hand Harrison Ford winked at me uh, nice. lost my mind because I thought I was getting that interview but yeah. I would have been a wreck 
So for you guys, have you walked into like this is it? This is the this is the big one. My biggest fan, or I'm yeah. your biggest fan, and you have to just pull it together right away. Yeah, who's yours, Alicia? I get really nervous with people that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. So Clint Eastwood recently, I was yeah. really nervous for that. But one that I just couldn't believe, just because it's like, how am I getting to interview her? Is Oprah Winfrey? Wow! Oh, so yeah. that was for the Butler. Yeah. I was number forty-five yeah. for oh. the day. And I was really nervous. I walked 45. in. 45. So you have to wait for 45 people, 44 people ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. And then you got to go in and deliver and something. And turn it on. So I walked into the room and then luckily she has the natural energy. Yeah. So they said, this is Alicia Malone from Australia. And she went, Australia. <laughs> John Travolta. And okay. then she was like, come here and give me a hug. I was like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. You didn't even have to ask. And she was such a pro. I mean, she would use my name in her answers. And so that, but that was one that I was like, what? I'm interviewing Oprah. That's sure. It's surreal, right? Waiting for the hook to yeah. like drag me out of the room. And Mance, I'm not even going to let you answer this because I just saw a picture. We're going to, we're going to plug your Martin Scorsese profiles oh, coming okay. up. Okay, yeah. And that I saw big. Yeah. I saw that picture and I mean for me as a as a not only a, a burgeoning filmmaker and writer and lover of movies, Scorsese next to Spielberg, I would have been jelly. Yeah, we what was that like? Talk to Spielberg. I haven't talked to Scorsese. I always say that that's my drop the mic moment. So I was jealous at that photo. Uh, What was that like? Were you nervous? uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I could see. And I could see the change. But that was that that photo was taken on December 21st, 2013. It was the very, very last interview that I did. The very last work thing that I did in 2013. This is for Wolf of Wall Street. It was for Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. And it was on a Friday. And I was... um, I was, uh, you know, just during the week, uh, one of our producers in New York said, hey, there's a chance that Scorsese might be available for a sit down. Oh, my God. And, you know, I'm just watching emails go back and forth. And mm-hmm. even though I was, I handle Paramount, I just, you know, figured they'll send talent or they'll send uh, uh, the producer to cover and do the interview. And I didn't realize it was going to be in L.A. So then uh, she, she said to me, hey, I'm pushing for you to do this interview. Oh, wow. So it was at the Hotel Bel Air. Okay. And, and then he comes in. Mm-hmm. And and listen, I was pumped. I mm-hmm. was definitely pumped. I was not nervous. I was not nervous. The only That's person great. who ever made me nervous was Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. He would made me nervous too. Okay. He was tough. So um, that so that was, was a, so he sit. Yeah, you know, we sit down. We start talking. I said, I said, first of all, I just want to. How long does a person have to know you before they get to call you Marty? Okay. So he goes, oh, you can call me Marty. Oh, boy. Oh, what boy. A- shoot score. Yeah. So, you know, the interview was just about about the movie. Yeah. And uh, it was a, it was definitely, I was I was on the, the flow back and forth. Yeah. But he's then- great because he always insists on having longer slots because he doesn't like being restricted to four minutes. And he's also very careful about who he talks to. So this speaks volumes. There you go. So then, but then this was the best part of all. So this was in December of 2013. February yeah. 9th, 2014 was the exact 50th anniversary of the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show. Right. And we were trying to get reactions from all, from all the major celebrities we were talking to who were influenced by that moment. So Marty. obviously, Marty Marty just did this documentary on George Harrison. Yeah. Big movie music buff. Yeah. Obviously, he likes the Beatles. Yeah. So at the end of the interview, I said, listen, I... I'm a huge Beatles fan, and he mm-hmm. smiles, and I said, I loved Living in the Material World, which is a three-and-a-half-hour documentary about George Harrison, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, I just I just love that movie so much, but I want to ask you, we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of the Beatles in the USA, how 
did the Beatles change your life? What do you remember about that time? Yeah. So he lit up, he smiled, he told me this whole story about he went to school and his friends were like saying how, guys, you got to hear the song, you got to hear the song. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be on the Ed Sullivan, they're going to be on the Ed Sullivan show, it's going to be great. And it, it just and he talks very, very fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Smarty. He was he was very like gracious at the end of the interview. I said, hey, before I let you go, can I get my picture taken? He goes, sure. That's Took great. that picture. Done. Yeah. If I didn't have Great. bills to pay, that would have been my drop the mic moment. Too. <laughs> That's your drop the mic moment. Well, guys, I I have to wrap it up. I mean, this I could go forever with you guys. <laughs> you guys have a courage that I admire for getting in front of these people. I know courage is a, a pretty strong word, but I'm going to say it because you guys kick butt. I mean, look, I had a couple experiences in, in, in front of some celebrities and it's not easy. What you guys do is just so great and uh, Access Hollywood is awesome. AMC Movie Talk, Fandango, Profiles. Profiles. You guys, profiles. Plug profiles. profiles. Plug your Twitter. Give it to the good people of Shmovo right now. Well, make sure you go to iTunes and you look up Profiles with Malone and Mats and you subscribe, rate and review and also to this here YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcast. That's right. And you can find me at Alicia Malone on Twitter. And you can also find me at Movie Mance on Twitter. Again, please go to, to iTunes and rate and review us and rate and review Meet the Movie Press because we need these ratings and reviews to keep support, going. to survive because we definitely want to keep going. Yeah, it keeps the lights on and they said it for me. You know, please go <laughs> on over to iTunes, subscribe to Meet the Movie Press, subscribe to Schmoes No YouTube channel uh, slash sk podcast uh find us on facebook uh meet the movie press on the schmoes no network hit that like button and you can join us here every week guys thanks i am mark riley editor-in-chief of schmoes no you can find me at riley around on twitter thanks very much alicia and scott you guys are just Thank awesome you. this thanks is so such a fun show us. i don't want it to end but it's ending now folks no, this is no, me no, this is meet the no. movie press uh i have no idea who we have next week but it'll be somebody cool i'm working the phones right now jeff snyder will be back Wish him luck. Send him out a little tweet. Wishing him luck on uh, Toronto Film Fest. And thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Meet the Movie Press. Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in stores now. To watch or listen to other Schmoes No Network episodes, get movie news, or join the conversation, be sure to visit schmoesno.com. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of Schmoes No 